This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Hi, it's Claire Kimball here, the founder of The Squiz. This week marks six years of putting out The Squiz Today podcast, and I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. If you love what we do, and we hope you do, please tell your friends about us. It's all the birthday present we could ever need. Good morning, I'm Alex Ty. And I'm Alice Dempster. It's Wednesday the 3rd of May. In your Squiz Today, the US government could run out of money, Interest rates rise again, Qantas gets a new pair of wings, and it's pens down in Hollywood. This is your Squiz Today. Alice, the US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has warned the US government that it's about a month away from running out of money and defaulting on its debts, which would spark off a global economic catastrophe and, in her words, cause irreparable harm to the US economy. Now, this is a wonky economic story, <laughs> but it's going to be a huge deal that we hear about a lot over the next month. Yeah, it's one that's worth explaining, but it is a bit technical, so stick with us. Mm. America has a huge national debt of around 31 trillion US dollars that it's built up over the years. It's done that by selling treasury bonds to investors and then owing that money back to them. And it's worth mentioning that that's how all governments raise money, including ours here in Australia. But mm. the difference for America is that they have a legal limit on how much money they can borrow that way, and they've hit that limit. Now, in the past, Republicans and Democrats would usually just raise the debt limit without much fanfare, but this time hard-right Republicans in the US Congress say that they won't raise it unless the Democratic president, Joe Biden, drastically cuts government spending. And if they don't raise the debt limit, the government won't be able to raise more money and it won't be able to keep functioning. Mm -hmm. So what we're seeing in America and what we're going to see over the next four weeks is this really intense political standoff between Democrats and Republicans. Yeah, that's right. And on one hand, you've got Republicans who want to pass a bill that raises the debt limit, but at the same time cuts back a lot of government spending and particularly on social programs. Then you've got Joe Biden, on the other hand, who wants Republicans to just raise the debt limit without strings attached. That's similar to what's been done dozens of times in the past. He doesn't want to set a precedent where Republicans can threaten to crash the US economy to advance their political goals. And according to Janet Yellen, they only have until the 1st of June to figure things out. Otherwise, that's when the US will start to default on its debts. And that would be an historic first, by the way, if the US does default and it isn't able to pay back the people that it has borrowed money from. That's what has market watchers so worried about. We don't actually know what would happen if the US defaults on its debts, but we do know that it would be extremely bad. Biden and the leader of the Republicans are meeting on May 9th in Washington to try and avoid that catastrophic deadline. Keeping on the finance theme, Alice, Australia's Reserve Bank has decided to raise rates once again, this time by 25 basis points. Yeah, that takes the official cash rate to 3.85%. The rise was actually quite a shock to some experts yesterday mm. after we heard last week that inflation has actually started to ease. The inflation rate in Oz is still around 7%, though, and that's what the Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe is worried about. He says that 7% is still too high. 
And I feel like we've mentioned this a lot, but just to quickly refresh Squizzers' minds, the RBA's ideal inflation rate target is between 2 to 3%, and Lowe's also flagged that there might be further rate rises to try and meet that inflation rate. Our treasurer, Jim Chalmers, said yesterday that the rate rise will be tough for Aussies who have debt and that it was a reminder of the difficult economic conditions, in his words, that will shape next week's federal budget. Can you feel it in the air, Alice? It's a new CEO of Qantas. (laughs) And we should say that Alan Joyce, the old CEO, had a good run. After 15 years, he is going to be replaced by Vanessa Hudson, who is currently Qantas's chief financial officer. Yeah, Joyce said after piloting (laughs) Qantas through the tough years of the pandemic, now was a logical time for him to step aside. It comes after Qantas returned to profit in February for the first time in three years. But Joyce said it's not all smooth flying ahead. (laughs) They're facing rising interest rates, potentially meaning that people are spending less on travel. And complaints about the company have also soared as staffing issues continue to cause flight cancellations and delays. Those are just a couple of the fun challenges, if we can call them that, (laughs) that Vanessa Hudson will deal with when she takes the reins in November. And just on Vanessa Hudson, she's been with Qantas for nearly 30 years since she was 24. She apparently beat out 40 other candidates for the CEO job and is going to become the first woman to lead the flagship Australian airline. An artificial intelligence pioneer has stepped down from Google so that he can speak freely about AI. And the things that he is freely saying about AI, Alice, well, he is quite concerned. Yeah, his name is Dr. Jeffrey Hinton. He's 75 years old and he's sometimes called the godfather of AI because of his decades of contributions to the tech. Mm. Now, though, it seems like he has some regrets and he said that he's concerned about the race between tech companies to develop more and more powerful models. He said that Google was acting responsibly up until about a year ago, but the launch of ChatGPT and the subsequent rush to release AI products makes him pretty worried that the machines could fall into the hands of what he's called bad actors. And there are a lot of people who have expressed concern about the dangers of AI, and the news doesn't cover everybody who says that. But Dr. Hinton is a serious figure. He won the Turing Prize back in 2018, which is often called the Nobel Prize for Computing. And so his comments have a lot of people sitting up and paying attention. A message now from our podcast partner, Sunbeam. With so many unhealthy snacks on offer, it can be hard to find something to keep your kids satisfied and happy. Sunbeam's dried fruit and cheese chilled snacks contain only real fruit and real cheese with no artificial colours or flavours. And they're a great source of calcium. It's a snack you can feel good about giving them while you're on the go. Pick up a pack today in the dairy fridge at your local Woolworths, Coles or independent retailer. Hollywood is having some off-screen drama at the moment, Alice, with thousands of screenwriters going on strike yesterday to fight for better pay and conditions. Yeah, this has been coming for a while. The strike comes as the industry has been facing enormous disruption that's been caused by streaming services and the uptick in those. And Mm. the Writers Guild of America, which is the union that represents these writers, says that the behaviour of companies has 
created a gig economy for writers and that they've devalued the entire profession of writing. Mm. Now, the union represents 20,000 writers and when they last held a strike back in 2007 and 2008, it lasted for 100 days and it cost the Californian economy around $2 billion US dollars. So there's massive money at stake. And this could actually disrupt people's TV viewing. If you're a fan of late night US TV shows like Stephen Colbert or Jimmy Kimmel or Saturday Night Live, those are probably going to go off air this week. Mm. TV soaps could be affected if the strikes go for too long. Don't you wish you'd kept all those VHS tapes, Alice? (laughs) Yeah, well, I've still got a lot of DVDs, Alex, so that's going to tide me over. Alice, you were following the Met Gala yesterday, and it was a wild one this year. Yeah, the theme this year was to pay tribute to the designer Karl Lagerfeld, and the actor Jared Leto actually dressed up as Lagerfeld's cat in a full-sized furry suit, which was an interesting fashion choice. It is a truly detailed and incredible (laughs) costume, I have to say. We also had some sports stars there, including Brittany Griner, the basketball star who was detained in Russia, Mm. and we also learned that Serena Williams is pregnant, so muzzle top to her. Lovely news. Alice, how can people support the show? If you like the squeeze or get some value out of it, you can leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. We really love reading them and we appreciate all the comments that we get on those. So thanks in advance if you do. That would be really lovely. Thank you all (laughs) and thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow. G'day, Kate Watson here. I'm the host of Weekly Wrap and News Club, a place for conversations about the news. It's budget week, so I'm here to tell you about our News Club episode from last week where Claire chatted with James Chessel. He's the former Managing Director of Publishing at Nine Entertainment. He was also a staffer earlier in his career, so they have a good chat about how the budget sausage is made. Here's a small snippet. The most important policy or set of policies the government will announce every year. So it's important that it's not um, announced willy-nilly, although mm. they do leak <laughs> a, a fair amount of it. Yeah. And there is a famous time when uh, when um, Laurie Oakes, the nine journalist, got his hand on the budget papers but the day before the budget and was it's able to such print. such an incredible story. Was able to print a lot of it, um, which was, you know, absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is... A lot of what the Treasurer will announce has the ability to move markets, yeah. um, direct impact on on businesses and, and other organisations. So, you know, there does need to be some rigour and uh, confidence that it will be handed, handled in an appropriate, appropriate way. For more on that chat, just search for News Club in your podcast app or follow the link in your episode notes.